Chris seems really uh, acrimonious. I don't want to take drugs. Sure. I don't, I don't want to take drugs. Sure you do. Moron. <laughs> what? Shut up and let me finish. This is ridiculous. You're an idiot. Shut up and let me finish. No more than finish that shit. Join a monastery. Acrimonious. Acrimonious. What? Acrimonious. What? What? Chris seems really, uh, acrimonious. Acrimonious. I don't want to take drugs. Sure what? you do. Hello, and welcome to Dopey. The podcast about drugs, addiction, recovery, dumb shit. Today... Well, what's your name? They know my name. What's your name? My name's Dave. And I'm Chris. Yes, I'm here with Chris. And today, we're here together. And today, we have a, uh, a special guest who's called into the show before. My old, dear friend and musical collaborator, John. Thank you. And hey, that, that was John fucking it up on the ones and twos. Do a little more. That was freestyle, by the way. Just playing. What? Both behind Judge Pat. Go on. Like so, so you're really a philosopher? Acrimonious. Chris seems really, uh... What? Chris seems really, uh... Acrimonious. What? What? Chris seems really, uh, acrimonious. Chris seems really, uh, acrimonious. <laughs> what? 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 This is ridiculous. You're I think idiot. very deeply. What? I think very deeply. <laughs> so you're a don't philosopher? Have to talk if you don't want to. I want to hear Howard Stern. Shut up, sit down! Isn't a Yeti like a Middle Eastern guy or something? I don't know much. I don't know much. So, John, what do you think? You think it sounds good? Yeah. I think it sounds great, dude. When I heard you just, like, labeling the keyboards when we were setting up, I was like, and you were playing them, I was like, I don't know if this is going to work. It's going to be really hard. But just listening to them lay down, that was pretty fucking good. I think John could get a job just working for podcasts, laying shit down on the one and two. So tell him what John's uh, capacity may be, um, depending on the uh, listener response, we'll say. All I can say is that we, we, we want John to possibly be our Fred. If that's the right Yeah, expression. but explain who Fred is, because I didn't listen to Howard Fred Stern. Fred is the sound effects wizard of the Howard Stern show. What else would you call it? Uh, yeah, sound effects guy. I mean, I think Brad called it engineer, but we're not, obviously, he's not engineering anything. Yeah. He's, he's playing samples and fucking shit up on the one and twos. Bring that beat back. Do the hey Brenda do it. I'm the kind of man you just don't like. If I catch you on the corner, I'm gonna snatch your bike. Acrimonious. Chris seems really. Why don't you bust a rhyme? Acrimonious. Chris seems really. Acrimonious. Chris seems really. Acrimonious. Chris seems really. Acrimonious. Chris seems really. Acrimonious. Let's just do this for now. Acrimonious. 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 I think very deeply. Acrimonious. Alright, let's go. Chris seems really acrimonious. 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 Chris, you seem really acrimonious. Oh, wait, let's just say something here. 
We uh, we just recorded an episode. I'm not supposed to say that. Who cares? Yeah. But Chris had been away a long time, and I really missed him until I saw him again. And That's I, not true. No, I missed him. I missed you. Gave you a big bear hug, and then you sat me down on the side of the road and told me I should stop using uh, Reddit because you cared for me. It's true. Why don't you explain first? Why don't you explain what that means? Uh, so we've been posting, uh, per the suggestion of a fan, we've been posting on the subreddit opiates. Hold on, you see, you explain this to me as though I know any. It's like you, go on the subreddit opiate. Well, I'm going to explain it to the ex- listeners. Explain it yeah. nicely. So, so he, I don't so Reddit. So, so I, dude, I'm going to. I'm probably going to be playing it, dude, and it's going to. I'm going to probably be explaining Hold on, hold on. John, bring that beat back. Go on. What? Subreddit? Just wait, just let, just let the beat, just let the beat go. Wait, just let the beat go. So, Reddit is this website. <laughs> Can you flow it, actually? Just ignore it. Reddit is a website. It's saying lots of shit that I don't like, but I think it's like in protect myself. I can't freestyle anymore. I got pictures on my shelf and I got bad boards. I like to shop in stores. What? Not bad, dude. I used to be really good. Right, John, tell him how good I used to be. You used to defeat me in freestyle. <sighs> I used to be good. I bet it flowed easier when you were intoxicated. Oh, yes. Yeah. And I didn't have so many worries. Okay, so Reddit is a website on the uh, internet. And uh, I can't explain this at all. Wait, I literally got second, asked this. You don't interrupt me. Just hold on. John, bring that beat back. Okay, explain Reddit. Just try. I can't. Just try. Just try. So, there's this little website. It's called Reddit. Yeah. And people go there to do stuff. Let them know! I can't Let them know! I can't rhyme, dude. Okay, I'll go okay, okay. on. I like go on. I like what I hear so far. Okay, so <laughs> well, I already got ostracized. Not even ostracized. I got criticized heavily while I was posting on Reddit for not doing it crop, uh, properly, following like good technique or whatever. So, <laughs> so anyways, uh, Reddit is a website where people post stuff, and you can upvote or downvote something on it. You can post a picture, some text, or something like that. And um, they average the number of votes. So basically, it's like on Facebook, you can get a like or a dislike. So a fan um, wrote in and he said that uh, I should go on the opiates subreddit and post about Dopey, which he actually did for us beforehand and people started listening. So um, anyways, I have been going on the opiate subreddit and basically I would say 80% of it is like people posting pictures. They call it like dope porn of like shots they're about to do and pills and whatnot. So, uh, it elicits some pretty serious cravings. And so it's fucked up. It's, it's a, it's a, uh, an area of the internet where it's not fucked up, but it's no, really, no, no, no. What's fucked up. I don't want to, I don't want to, the, the right of people might listen to this and you're I, such I like a them. They're my people. Pleaser. They're my people. They're, they're, there are people. They're just at a different stage in life than we're at. They are the lost boys of Peter Pan gambling and turning into donkeys. Which we were. Right. Listen, I'm not worried about them. What? Do you know who I'm worried about? What? You. Yes. What? So anyways, the point was I saw Dave after a long time and we've, I've been posting on time, on, time out. Uh, what I want to start with is when this, our listener, had suggested we post on Reddit. Yeah. So Chris gets on Reddit and he calls me. And do you remember what you said to me? No. You said, Dave, I'm having my first craving. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> well, this guy Tell fucking. Okay, so what happened is this guy posted. So this guy posted a picture of a shot, right? And there was like like seventy or eighty units of water in it, which is like a lot to use. And I'm like, eh, I'm like, you know, like this nice stuff. It's nice get up. You know, he had a two two milligram Xanax bar, Camel Light, and this big shot. <laughs> Camel Light. Yeah. I could go for one of those right now. Shit, man. Uh, and so he had this. Uh, um, the shot, I get confused. <laughs> I think I need the beat again. Um, yeah, bring that fucking beat back. <laughs> okay, now, now, rhyme what was in the picture. So, there was water and powder and a Xanax bar, a camel light, if I'm going too far. There you go, dude. All right. I think very deeply. You can't tell the story anymore. No, I can't. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell the story. No, I can tell it. I just, I gotta just say it. I gotta keep going. I'll lose my. Should train we bring thought. the original beat back? No, just let me talk. <laughs> just let me tell the story. No beat. Just let me tell the story. No beat for a second. Go on. All right. So, um, I'm on, uh, I'm on the uh, opiate subreddit, and I see a picture of a shot, and it, and he had the Zanny bar, the Camel Light, and he had like 70 or 80 units of water, and I was like, ah, like nice setup. The kid's using too much water. So then I read what was in the shot. And he was basically like, it was like, it's an eight milligram Dilaudid, like some morphine and, um, Please continue. and a, uh, uh, is it Dilaudid or Dilaudid? I don't know. And 70 milligrams of fish scale, which is like really good Coke. Um, and I was like, wow, that's like fucking a really good shot. You know? And then I, that was it. I went to bed. I posted my little thing on the opiate subreddit. And then I woke up the next day. And the first thing I thought about when I woke up was that, that fish exact scale. shot. And it was the fish scale that got me. Just the I, word like, fish shooter, scale you know is I mean? a gigantic trigger yeah. for So you. I called Dave and just said, like, you know, what the deal was, you know. And um, what did I say? I said, I'm craving. I don't know. What did you say? You were just... You, I said, stay off the opiate subreddit of Reddit. Yeah. Because the opiate subreddit is not recovery-based. They don't like when you talk recovery no, on the opiate subreddit. Yeah, and but I posted the picture... talk if you don't want to. Yeah, but I posted the picture, basically, of um, me being, like, all fucked up and, like, out of jail, and then the picture of me, like, lecturing with the brain behind me, and it got the most amount of upvotes in days. So, like, they do support it somehow. Listen, Reddit people, it's fine. You know, there is one person on Reddit, though, I need to say... Fucking this motherfucking deaf cunt. But she came around if it's a girl. Like, yeah. I don't think she came around. Yeah. Are you okay? I am. You're rattled by the sound. I'm rattled by the sound. It's too much. (laughs) Too much is bothering. I literally can't tell the story if if they come in too much. I get like flustered. Okay, bring the beat back again. Bring the beat back again. (laughs) Acrimonious. Acrimonious. Acrimonious。Chris seems really uh 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 ac
You knew the answer. I, yeah. You don't. They're <laughs> not going to teach you anything. <laughs> I asked the question. I kind of knew the answer too already. You know the answer to everything on there. You could be the fucking opiate <laughs> subreddit demigod. You can sit on the throne with all these people at your feet answering all their. Uh, but questions. they liked my question. I knew they would like my question, and Chris, they started answering. Do you know I'm right? I'm not right about much. I know. I'm not that much. I know. But I, I am know much. But I'm right about this. Uh, it's dangerous. Let's hear the whole part of that bit. I don't know much. I, that I know. <laughs> that I know. Yeah. Um, but uh, more importantly, Chris went away like a spiritual caterpillar to a vast and intensive meditation training for 10 days. Yeah, 11 days. It was 10 days and 11 nights. Tell us about it, Chris. Leave the country. What? Go to a cave for several years. Join a monastery. <laughs> uh, that one fits. Um, so I, uh, yeah, I'd seen about this Vipassana meditation treat, and we're going to lose a little dopiness now. It's going to get a little serious and recovery-oriented. Is that all right? I, I wanted to read something I, I wrote that you sent me before you left. What did I send you? This is what you sent me. Was it a text message or something? Yes. You sent me... This is, it's going to take you forever to find Chris it. Did you was, already find it? Yeah. Oh. Chris was building up to this 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 experience, and he was just shoving food in his <laughs> face, watching television, trying to be as unspiritual as yeah. he could be. The last text before he went in said, 20-piece McNuggets, sausage and peppers, pint of Talenti, Oreo milkshake, sleeve of donuts... I'm a disgusting pig. <laughs> that was all after. That was that was literally what I ate that day after 5 p.m. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I ate a bunch of food and then I went on this retreat and um, it was really fucking hard, dude. I thought that it was going to be like the experiences I had had with meditation before. Um, uh, I went on the retreat and it turns out Vipassana is just like nothing like that. Actually, like if you're doing it properly, it isn't really something that's going to make you like feel better. So I had done some sort of like imagery meditation or like repeated a mantra, whether it's like let go or something, basically listen to like soft Chinese music in the background years ago. And I'd done it like a fair amount, like, you know, uh, with a daily practice. But I want to hear from the beginning. You, you, you're like, you're like in the, I remember you called me from some convenience store outside. What did yeah, you I didn't there? want to go in. I felt like I was checking in a rehab. Exactly. Yeah. What was the feeling like? I went into the thing. I actually bought Benadryl in the store. You're not supposed to take anything. And I was like, <laughs> I'm going to bring Benadryl just in case. Like I can't fucking sleep. I didn't take it though. That's good. Yeah. Um, when you get to the place, is there a waiting room? Uh, when I get to the place, no, you show up, you, you check in your, your bags and stuff, or you, you check in and they take you to your tent. I was in tent. Um, there's like a men's residence. They put kind of like the newbies outside in a tent and, uh, I we go to my tent. There's six inches of water and mold all over it. It was just flooded and gross. So I used a little dust pan but before, and a sweeper but before, water before you started, did you talk to anybody? Yes. The, I'm explaining it oh, to I'm you. Sorry, yeah. I misunderstood. So I, I'm putting the water in the dust pan and I empty out the tent. This was at 5 PM and noble silence starts at 8 p.m. So this is at 5? Yeah. So this is 5 p.m. And then noble silence starts at 8 p.m. I met my, uh, my tent mate. Who and I just want to say the IQ level of the people 
on this retreat was amazing. The people were literally geniuses, like so many of them. Uh, my roommate was um, from Western India. He grew up there, went to university in India, got his master's in Germany, and then got his PhD in the U.S., and now he's a professor of biomechanical engineering. Um, there's another guy who works in the robotics department at MIT. So many, like, doctorate-level uh, musicians who were composers. They were, like, fucking brilliant, really smart people. And then there was a couple... I met two people who were... Uh, one Dopey Nation s- types. Dopey Nation <laughs> types, yeah, but, like, much further along than either of us are. Um, so, anyways, I'm in there. And uh, I'm in the tent. I meet my roommate. You know, the, the noble silence starts. And uh, we sit that first night. And the days are you meditate all fucking day. The next day, morning bell is at 4 a.m. You start meditating at 4.30. The first morning, was it really hard to get up at 4? No. That was the easiest morning for me to get up. And then I started kind of sleeping in because there's certain meditations you can kind of show up late because they'll be like meditate in the meditation hall or at your own place. So you could just pretend you're meditating in your tent. You're like working from home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I would just like sleep sometimes during those. Um, so the schedule basically was uh, 4.30 to 6.30 meditate, uh, like breakfast and chill from 6.30 to 8. Then meditate from 8 to 11. Um, then you have lunch, which is your final meal of the day at 11 a.m. And then you meditate from 1 to 5. And then there's tea break from 5 to 6. And then you meditate from 6 to 9.30 and you go to bed. Do they give you ice cream at night? There's no ice cream at night. There was actually a couple days there was like desserts and stuff like that. Um, but anyways, I'll describe the process. So the second day, absolutely fucking miserable. I'd like wake up in my tent and uh, go do the meditation thing. And almost the hardest times was when you weren't meditating because it was like the, in the beginning, because it was like, what am I supposed to do? And I'd be like, oh, like I'm going to go take a piss. So I'd like, go take a piss. Then I'd be like, oh, I'm going to go walk around that little circle. And I'd go walk around the little circle. And I'd be like, eh, I'm going to go like lay in my tent. I'd lay in my tent. And then I'd be like, eh, I'm going to go take a piss. <laughs> <laughs> and dude, I would literally take so many pisses. I'd go in there. Like there's like a bunch of toilets. So you can hear other people pissing. And I'd piss. And it would just be like, ploop. <laughs> like, like, what do I do now? <laughs> and I'd walk away. And I'd hear other people are like doing the same thing. It was like nothing to do. You're not. So it's no verbal contact. And then it's like supposed to be no contact at all, otherwise, and stuff like that. What can you do? Can you exercise? No, you can't exercise. You're so if not, you like got down, you can to do, do a brisk. You can no. They tell you explicitly not to do that. They actually so funny. This this the discourse on the the second day. He said some more things not to do, and those exact things I was doing. He's basically like during the meditate in your own play sessions. He's like, don't go back to your room and fall asleep. He's like, it'll turn it into like a snoring camp. It's this guy called S. N. Goinka. You know what I mean? He's doing the, doing like the, the discourse. It's a one hour video discourse recorded in 1991, and he's since passed away. But he helped spread the pasna all over the place. And it was funny actually for the discourses each night. I learned his name eventually, S.N. Goenka. In my head, I'd always be like, it's that uh, Ginkgo Biloba video. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the guy in Lost who's giving instructions. Did you see the show Lost? Who, John Locke? No, the, the Asian guy oh, who's yeah. giving the instructions yeah, yeah, for yeah. each Dharma station, and yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's from a million years ago, yeah. and you don't know what the hell is going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the second day was absolutely miserable. It was really hard. You know what I mean? And then. Um, and then the third day, it was, you know, got, got a little bit more in a groove. It was easier. I spent probably half the third day of thinking, because on the 10th day, you can speak. And I spent half of the third day thinking of, like, what joke I was going to make when we could speak. What the on best. the third day, you could talk? No. On the third day, I spent half the day thinking of what I was going to say to make people laugh on the 10th day. So what'd you come <laughs> up with? This is what my final thing was. Uh, did you get the Wi-Fi password before Noble <laughs> Silence? <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. That's funny. Yeah. 
how how often what were you in your mind were you scrolling on Instagram and Facebook were no, you like I was virtually so, checking your emails I like, was like really trying to do the technique at first so it's really interesting and like I feel like if I really delve into this I mean I can if you want it's just we're going to totally lose the dopey format we don't have a dopey format I know, but it's basically saying fucked up drug stories, and this is going to be super recovery oriented, or at least spiritual in nature. No, not it's even not. spiritual. It's going to be about how you failed at Vinpasa, <laughs> yeah. whatever it's called. Well, yeah, I didn't even like do the technique as prescribed, but it was fucking really interesting, and like the backstory was really cool. The history was amazing, and it basically what it was is like the Buddha uh, Siddhartha Gautama or. Gautama Siddhartha, I forget. Siddhartha, Siddhartha Gautama. He basically like learned all these different meditation techniques throughout India, and he became like a black belt in them. Um, but he realized none of them fully relieved his suffering, and like suffering was caused by attachment, particularly like coming in the forms of aversion and craving, because it's like you want more of something or you don't want something. And as long as you can get away from aversion and craving, then you can liberate your mind. So he learned these uh, meditation techniques, which were supposed to help with that, but he found out it never fully. Aversion is exactly what. Aversion is like something bad's happening. I don't want that. Do you know what I mean? And craving is like, I want, I want that. Yeah, yeah. So if you can get away from, that's the human condition. If you can get away from that, then you're liberated. And so it's so funny how, how similar it really is to, to addiction. addiction. Oh, totally. That's it's why like, it's a good thing for it's addiction. Like the, it's that's like why the, we had Noah Levine on here and he was talking about Would you that. say it's just what the doctor ordered? It's just what the doctor ordered. But, but uh, So anyways, let me finish. Let me finish real quick. So the Buddha basically he learned all these different things and he found it like it didn't really work. And he went and he ended up sitting underneath the, you know, the tree and the story. and uh, The he, lotus tree. The lotus tree. And he the med- Bodhi tree. The, whatever it was. And he meditated. He sat in lotus, I guess. <laughs> Maybe that's where it's coming from. The Bodhi tree? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Did you read that book? Siddhartha? Yeah. Yeah, but Beautiful, he right? doesn't sit under the tree in that. He yes, sits he next does. to the river. No, he sits... I read Siddhartha every three years. He sits next to the river. When's the, the next time you're going to And he's the ferryman. When's the next time you're going to read it? I don't know. I just read it when it comes around. You know what I mean? So like, you don't have like a three No, it's year. not like an exact read, okay. but I do read it all the time. And actually, Siddhartha is really interesting because it was written by Herman Hess, who was a Christian, and he could never fully get on with the Buddhist principle that um, attachment, especially even in the form of love, is a lesser thing that causes suffering. So Christians believe love is the ultimate expression. Do you know what I mean? Love is the, the greatest thing. And for Buddhists, that's still a form of attachment. So in Siddhartha, written by Herman Hesse, it was him writing about you know, the boy, Siddhartha, who becomes enlightened, but he can never really give up the attachment to his son. You know? That's him struggling with his own Christian, Judeo-Christian roots and Buddhism. He can't give up the attachment to Siddhartha as a boy? In the book, book, Siddhartha, when he has the son. It's a really cool story. I mean, he he goes and he's like, lives in the forest and he like, you know, deprives himself. The best part is when he becomes the merchant and he gets money and he sleeps with the prostitutes and he's drinking a lot. Yeah, so he has a really cool life. That's why, I mean, I would highly recommend it. And you can read it in a day. It's an amazing book. Yeah. So anyways, the Buddha, he sits under the tree and then he's like, I'm going to sit under this tree until I find out how to fully eradicate like my misery and my attachment and my craving. And he figures basically like the design for living or whatever out and he develops Vipassana meditation. And this was really touching. He spent the rest of his life teaching Vipassana meditation, going, traveling around India and teaching it to as many people as he can. Buddha. Right? The Buddha did, right? And this was, this part like really touched me. When he was like 80 or so, he'd been doing it for like 40 years or whatever, you know? He predicted that like, he was going to die. He knew he was going to die in like a few days, and then he knew he was going to die in a few hours. And his helper, he was outside this big city in India, and his helper went in and said, hey, the Buddha's dying. 
You know, what I mean? and he, he told a few people to help her, and then thousands of people flocked out to go see him, and they just wanted to shake his hand before he died <clears throat> because of how much he'd help people. And while they're waiting in the line, there's this one old dude, and he's like, or I don't know how old he is, but there's a guy who's dude who's like, I want to learn the Vipassana meditation, like right now. And they're all like, dude, the Buddha's fucking about to die. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just like, get out of here. Like, you can learn it from one of the people he taught it to. And the guy's like, no, he's like, I want to learn it from the Buddha, from like the source, you know? And the Buddha like overhears it. And they're like saying, no, no, no. Like he, this, he's, he's passing away. And the Buddha overhears it. And he pulls the guy aside and he teaches him Vipassana meditation and dies. And that's like what it says in the big book. It's like, there are a few of us who are so structured that we can structure our lives in a way to make this work our primary purpose, which is what it's supposed to be. And it's supposed to be any person who becomes enlightened, you know what I mean? Whatever the path is. To pass along. To pass it along is their primary purpose in life. But the interesting thing to me is that the dude is craving it. Yeah, that's what I said. Dude, I was like talking to people on the 10th day. I'm like, well, what if you crave Vipassana? Like I crave to not have cravings. Do you know what I mean? But it's the same thing. As step, same thing as step three, made a decision to turn our will and our life over to the care of God. It's like we use our will to give our will away. So in a, in a sense, we're still using our will. And it's like we're addicts. We love to poke holes and find like the... Well, my the favorite thing stuff. that you told me about it, something that I could really relate to is like when you're in the meditation... And you find yourself, what was the expression, the, the place you want to get to? There's You want to obtain perfect equanimity with an understanding of anicca. Right. When you get there and then <laughs> all of a sudden you're psyched yeah. that you get there yeah, and it's that's, over. That's what happens. Yeah, so, well, there was a few moments where I detached from the pain. So it's extremely fucking excruciating painful to sit there through it. You know what I mean? So like my back fucking hurts and like your ass hurts and your ankles hurts. And there was a few moments where like... Basically, you're not supposed to have like an attachment to your pain, like an emotional reaction. And you can just observe it with like a perfectly perfect balance of mind. And I got there where I was like, oh, like I feel pain, but like I don't care. And then I was like, it's working. And, and then as soon like, as it's working, it's like the back. curtains are closed. Yeah, you can't want it to work, which is like that's the paradox in it. You know that is, I mean? and then that's and that is detachment. Yeah, and when this you, is way too serious, dude. The dopey nation is no, tuning no, 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 the no, no, fuck no. out. Listen, what? anybody who tunes <laughs> out, okay, bring the fucking beat back. Yeah. Oh shit. I like that Peter Piper beat. Really, uh, Let's get some acrimonious in there. Acrimonious. No, my favorite thing about um about all that shit. You know, first of all, my favorite thing is how unnerved you got by the sound effects. I just wanted I couldn't even tell the story when he was doing it. The sound effect do it during Dave because when you do it during me, my attention deficit. I just, just want to hold you like a baby. Chris is it just stops me. Do you see his face? Oh my god! No, it's I, said, like, I, I did the one where I just said what, and it seemed like it threw you. Oh no no no! Not when I was telling about that in the very beginning when I was trying to talk about the Reddit and you would go in. It's my ADD. And it's so it's so it just stops me in my tracks. I'm what like, do we what do am I this? talking about? Just leave out for well, no no for him do it for me do it less. I'm, I don't know if I'll be able to handle it too either, <laughs> but, but whatever. I just like to see you so fucking thrown. It's, it makes me feel <laughs> really good. Yeah, you're dying. <laughs> <laughs> Every sound effect is like a fucking. Knife in you. And well, I'm, I will say. Well, so we'll get some dopey shit uh, stories in a second. But I will say, while I was doing this, part of this is like you relive like uh, this sankaras, which is like basically like um, maybe some uh, guilt, shame, bad stuff that's happened in your life, and they come out during the meditation, which is what's not pleasant. And if you don't 
uh, if you remain equanimous and you don't attach to it, then it goes away and it dissipates. It's a beautiful word, equanimous. Yeah. Um, so, but anyways, everybody, I guess other people, you know, experience trauma and stuff like that. And I just had the most visceral, intense cravings, just like picturing the blood rushing in the needle about to doing a shot a Coke. And then I was thinking, nobody knows where I'm going to be for the next eight days, seven days. I could fucking peace out of here, go wild. And then just like check in and be like, Oh, it was good. You know, Using peace. peace out as a verb. Yeah. Pe- I peace could, peace, out. Yeah, I yeah. could <laughs> peace out of here. But to, to be honest with you, while I'm, cause like you're gone yeah. and I'm working and I'm like trying to carry the dopey nation torch and get some shit done. Yeah. And all I could think is I bet Chris pieced out of there and is shooting coke in some hotel room in New Jersey. Well, I'm glad you have so much faith in me. <laughs> well, it's just, it was possible. I knew that that was a possibility. Yeah. Is it, was it, I mean, you know, just the fact No, I didn't do it, but I, I talked to this guy who was in CMA when we got out and he's like... Crystal Meth Anonymous. Crystal oh. Meth Anonymous. Whatever. Um, Tradition number 12. We're not in CMA. <laughs> uh, and he said he had the same shit come up. Um, so anyways, that was the meditation retreat. Tell about how you uh, freaked out on Sunday. No, 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 no. For, but we also we have to have Alex is supposed to call in like first in the next, thing, next five minutes. The for, for a first thing minutes. I'd like to do is I would like you to read uh, the email we got. No no no, from, no, 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 no. Before we do that, we need to. I gave him a time. We're twenty time? minutes late. We're twenty minutes late. What time is he going to call? I'm calling him. We'll call him right now. Okay. All right. It's just going to be a couple minutes, John. Right. Alex is a wonderful young man. He was on the episode uh, the sober li- 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 sober living resident who drank his own piss. The phone is ringing. He had something to say. He wanted to call in. Hello? Hello? Alex! Hey. You don't sound that happy. I thought you were excited to be on the show. I'm very excited. Am I on right now? You're on. I'm very curious uh, what you... Hey, how you doing, Dave? I'm good. How are you, man? I'm good. Um, Alex? What are you guys talking about? Yeah. What's wrong? Nothing. You sound so down. I'm not down. I'm tired. I was just saying saying to my friend John, who's doing sound effects... Uh, what, uh-huh. a, what a wonderful young man you are. Yeah. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Alex is tired because he's been working like 60 hours a week breaking his back doing landscaping. Good for yeah. you. Where are you doing it? In Great Barrington. Um, rehab land. Yeah. So yeah. so Chris said that you had something you needed to say and we're dying to know what it is. Okay. Well, so I, I after I was on the show like many episodes ago, I stopped listening for a while, but then I don't know, like, last week or something I like started listening again and I've kind of been binging on it and I've like listened to almost every episode I'm on like episode 37 right now um and I love it and I also love that you guys are like talking a little bit more about recovery and I don't know if that's like because of my perspective because I'm a person in recovery or not but um but anyway you guys mentioned in it a couple of times in the past episodes that like if uh you have any clean time that you want to recognize on the show to like email you and I figured since I knew Chris I'd just call but I I don't know if the show will be posted next week or whatever but um on August 22nd all four years and right on there you go yeah like a donation one to represent that um and also I like the message that you guys get across that like even other stories are really funny and it's crazy and everything. It's like that it is possible to like get sober and stay sober. And I don't know. I just like love that that's like part of the show now, you know? Right so, on. Thanks, Alex. Yeah, I just wanted to get that out there at Dopey Nation because it sounds like there are people who are listening and who like the show as much as I do. So, Alex, you're the yeah. man. You're the man. Guess Thank what? You. Guess what, Alex? What's up? On the 13th, I got one year. 
That's crazy. Right? That's crazy, well, that's awesome, dude. Man. Congratulations. This is so cool. Yeah, here we go. Um, Good times. Alex, if you don't mind, yeah. if you think it's okay, you should uh, tell the Dopey Nation real quick uh, what I did with your sponsor last night. Okay. So I was going to make a decision to quit my job, and um, I was going to do it in a pretty impulsive way, and I talked to Chris about it. And he told me to wait, and then he asked me if I told my sponsor about it, and who was, like, sitting, like, 10 feet away from us at the meeting. And um, I was like, no, I haven't told him. And he was like, you gotta tell him. Like, and I'm like, no, I'm not gonna tell him. And I, then I left pretty much. We were in a business meeting. Um, and then Chris was like, I'm gonna tell him. I'm like, don't tell him. And then I left. And then I get a text from my sponsor, like, 15 minutes later, and it just says, I know. And so I assume Chris told him. And I was like, I was like, fucking Chris, like, goddamn. And I was like, I'll, I'll play dumb for a second. So I was like, I text him back. I'm like, what do you mean? And he just responds again with, I know. And so then. This is Chris's I, like, setup, right? I know Chris. Yeah, so, wait, so then I broke down. I was like, I was like, I'm going to quit my job. I'll call you after I quit my job. And he's like, why don't you call me before? And so then I called him and I talked to him. And at the end of our conversation, I'm like, I said something about Chris telling him what happened and he was like Chris didn't tell me anything I didn't know anything he's like Chris just told me to text you saying I know <laughs> <laughs> he's a, ma- he's a masterful like manipulator yeah it's like classic I knew you wouldn't be pissed about it I was actually nervous no. today because I didn't hear from you I was like oh, I hope Alex isn't mad at me Alex no, fucking it was, it was definitely a good thing when you did that yeah. that's like Chris's kung fu vin- vinpasa trick <laughs> yeah. yeah dude that's what he does like mm. he avoids like I mean probably telling my sponsor what was going on would have been too much work for Chris so mm. so instead just telling he... him to tell me that <laughs> uh, totally and, and it's a total it's a total and utter violation and manipulation <laughs> at the same time yeah, but exactly. it's a good, good, good purpose you know what he said to me today Alex what Chris said um I just turned. Oh, and Chris, Chris's birthday was last week, so happy oh, yeah. birthday! Yeah, thank you. Thank and you. I said, I said, Chris, how old are you? He said, I'm 32. Jesus became the savior when he was 33. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we listen to the to the show, we know that Chris became Jesus when he was what, like 15, taking psychedelics in his bedroom. Yeah, right. I pissed my pants. I was going to tell my parents. You <laughs> <laughs> just didn't want to tell your parents. You wait the next day. No, no, he didn't tell his parents because he didn't want his parents... He knew he was Jesus, but he just didn't want his parents to know that he was tripping at the time. I wanted to tell them after I stopped tripping. After he had come down so they they wouldn't know. And then you realized you weren't Jesus, right? Yeah, then I realized I wasn't. All right, Alex, we're going to continue the episode and jump off the phone. But before we do, we got a a producer guy here. I don't even want to call him, but John, who's playing some beats. John, play us the beat so Alex can hear it. I don't know much. That I know. Isn't a Yeti like a Middle Eastern guy or something? What? What? Do the acrimonious. Chris seems really, uh... Acrimonious. Acrimonious. Chris seems really, uh... What? Acrimonious. Is what you guys are talking about? Yes. All right, cool, cool, all right, cool. What are you... I'll talk to you guys later. All right, dude, all right. Later. Thanks, Alex. See ya. Bye. Thank you, guys. Later.
Alex is such a wonderful Alex young man. Alex is the best. He's my main man, dude. Do you He's hear my how, homie. Sin- how sincere He's he is? He's such a good person. Sincerity oozes from every goddamn word. Yeah, what but a he's got he's guy. got a girlfriend, a lovely young lady, but uh, he's gone a lot. He used to be like we'd hang out all the time. Well, we were each other's wingman, but now he's uh, he used to fly on. Well, I can't. You know, you're about to leave town anyway. Yeah, but it, Chris is about to go to school to get his. Uh, what are you getting? His doctorate. So he can be... He, he said to me before today, he's like, he's like, well, he's like, in four years, I'm going to get my doctorate. Well, it's five years, but I think in four, I might be able to... I don't even know for sure. There's a fifth year internship. Well, yeah, you tell him. But Chris is so fucking funny. He's like, in four years, I can call myself Dr. Chris, and then maybe we can make some money from the podcast. Well, it'll just be Dave <laughs> and Dr. Chris. Maybe it'll be better, the right? bottom line, dude. Do you think it would help, John? We can be Dr. Dave and Chris today, just because I choose it. It's true. Would yeah. it help the podcast if you were a do- an actual doctor? Yeah. Yeah, but that seems like it's a long way off. It is. I think I should be called Dr. Love from now on. And it could be dopey. This with, is ridiculous. With Chris and Dr. Love. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Uh, You're an no. idiot. You're an idiot. Wow. <laughs> Words hurt, man. Uh, wait, wait. We got to fucking... Okay, we'll read the email, but we got to do some dopey... Let's do some dopey shit real quick. Okay, what do you got? Because we oh, have notes. What do you anything. have? I got some notes, too. Oh, let's do current sure. event. You have a current event sound effect? Oh, I wasn't ready for that. Oh. Uh, current event! Come on, I like what I hear so far. Have to work on that. Do you have a current event? Oh, I have a jail story. Such good jail stories, but we should make that a whole episode. <laughs> Do you know what I have on here? Throw flyers from building. John will like this. When we were talking about how to market uh, Dopey, mm-hmm. I was like, we should just print out like thousands and thousands of flyers and go up on buildings all around the city and just throw them off the top of the buildings. It's not a good idea. <laughs> Dave said that would be literary. <laughs> It's just not a good idea. <laughs> I, I really thought it would be a good idea. Just fucking one size, thousands and thousands of people look the up street. the sky and go, what's, what's coming out from the Or space? just on the ground. Like, what is this dopey thing? Perhaps I should check it out. <laughs> <laughs> what is this litter? Can you just throw them on the ground, like from the ground? It's not a good plan. But, you know, I wanted what? to play uh, a song that we should have played uh, in our structured episode. What is it? The greatest junkie song. Okay. Do you want to hear it? Just mash. Lying in the plastic bed, thinking how things weren't so cool to me. My baby likes to shoot pool. Shoot pool. Like lying naked in my bedroom. You don't know this song? Are you serious? It's sublime. Oh, is it? Take it away, but I want more and more. One day I'm gonna lose the war. And he died. Really? Oh, yeah! One day I'm gonna lose the war. And he died. Okay, I'm gonna play one real quick and then we're done. Just two songs, we're not gonna turn this into the other one. Now wait for the fucking chorus. This is gonna blow you away. Summers and wave runners, chains on my niggas like slave runners, drug dealers anonymous. How many Madonnas can that monster fit? That's it. That's the chorus is Drug Dealers Anonymous. That's the name of the song. Check it out. It's a good song by uh, Pusha T. 
You know, when you told me about that, my friend actually texted me the song the same, like within an hour. Really? Yeah. Anyway, what do you got? What do I got for what? I thought you had something. Oh, I didn't even. I forgot. To look it do up. you want to do a story, or do you want to? Do you want to look at my look at my notes? Oh my god, so many notes. Your notes are horrible. Read them. Harry Potter junkies. What's the head? Well, that was the idea of like how people in recovery are kind of like hiding in plain sight. Like wizards and Harry Potter. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Like so that the dopey nation is all out there, but nobody knows that the dopey nation is part of the dopey nation. You understand what I'm saying? Like I understand we that. all live in the world, but you don't know when somebody is afflicted. Yeah. And we are in this secret. And then you're society. like, are you a friend of Bill? <laughs> <laughs> are you a friend of Dumbledore? <laughs> um, but I, I don't that's know. funny. You want to tell the Caesar story? Do you want me to? I do. Oh, wait, should we do the email? We should do the email. I'll tell the seizure story All right. after we do the email and we do a current event. Because this is going to be trying to have some sort of structure. This is an email from uh, Choopy Choppy. Chachi Mulchi. <laughs> Possibly. It's a great email. I feel like we say that all the time. It's a great email, though. It's an amazing email. Chachi Mulchi. How, the, how do you no, spell no, 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 no. That's not his real name. Yeah, but that's what that's he says. It, it, it'll find it no, still it, in my... It yeah, will? it will. Yeah, it always finds it. If you just know how to spell Chachi, I don't know how to spell it. See, oh, here, I got it. I got it. Great. Got it. All right. So, um, you guys ready for this email? You can't respond. Yes, but, I'm uh, ready. Okay, good. Um, subject is love it. Please use my name Love as, it. That's good. Love it. Please use my name as Chachi Mulchi. That's my nickname. <laughs> I am True Dopey. As Chris would say, I'm the 1% of the 1%. I fucking love the show. I've listened to every episode three times. As three I, times. As I have a desk job. Dave is clearly a talent as a show host, and Chris is a good personality. DJ was my favorite guest and episode so far. I wish we could hear the real Dave stories. I love war stories. I know it's bad, but my favorite thing in rehab was the stories. I finally heard stories that could, could come that could come close to reaching my level. I have so many stories and they are so crazy I had to quit telling them because normal people just thought I was lying or I was fucking nuts. I've been partying every day since I was 13. I'm 37 now and this is my first year in recovery. So I have a lot of years getting blackout wasted every day. I love beer and booze, weed, uppers, benzos, painkillers, coke, and finally the best IV heroin. The beast IV heroin. Yep. Most, <laughs> most of it was super fun, but you know the story. The opiates and heroin destroyed my life the last few years. Everyone knew I drank and smoked trees, but no one knew about the hard drugs. So I was very alone and desperate. The end is a very sad tale and a ton of dope sickness. I will email again with a funny story or two. I got him for years. Keep it going and stay strong, Dopey Nation. Chachi Mulch. Yes. <laughs> Chachi. Awesome. Thanks, awesome. Chachi. Awesome. Much love. Big shout out. Um, yeah. Uh, the reason, you guys know the reason that my stories were erased. Yeah, we said it uh, constantly. A million times. Over and over and over. Um, and uh, I always, I mean, at meetings, one of my favorite things is the stories. The stories brought me in there. It's like, I, I remember I was at a meeting early, early on, you know, in my first 90 days. It was an anniversary meeting. And, like, I remember being so resentful of it. I felt so left out. And I was like, what the fuck? But then once there was a 90-day meeting that I had, or there was an anniversary meeting where I got 90 days, I felt good about it. Yeah. You know, so I like anniversary meetings. And, like, 
I like the recovery aspect, but the fucking stories was always my favorite thing in the beginning when I was on the That's fence. Dude, when I used to, when I was in rehab before I got sober, I would read the big book and I'd read the personal stories at the end and I'd read the first half of where they talk about getting fucked up and then it would get into recovery and I'd skip it. But my point was that I was willing to like entertain the stories when there was the debauchery. And ultimately that's what got me sober was like, I heard somebody's debauchery that was on my level because I couldn't listen to anybody that I thought was like a pussy in my like eyes, my early sobriety eyes. And then I was like, okay, like I like what you're saying. I literally, when I first got sober, this was the deal. I couldn't listen to somebody unless they shot Coke and they also had to shoot dope, but they couldn't be catching a nod. It just had to be a life sentence. And then on top of that, they had to be, a, <laughs> and, then, and then, and then on top of that, they what? had to be a morning drinker, like plastic bottle vodka all day, every day. And then I met my sponsor. He's my third sponsor. And I, I could fucking listen to him. And then through working with him connecting with other people and taking steps, I finally was able to get something out of everybody, out of people who were struggling, who maybe had much less like serious stories than myself. And it changed. But in the beginning, I could only listen to somebody when they told a fucking crazy ass story that was on my level. But the truth of it to me, and I think it's something that you know is true. It's like in the beginning, you're like not on a level like myself. But the truth is the, the, the level is, is like your problem. You know, the, level not, is your, the level is your problem. And, and your spiritual the level, fucking malady. That's the spiritual malady. And it's also was like, I was so egocentric. Do you know what I mean? I was trying to separate. I'm the worst. I, I was trying, yeah. I, I was the worst. The in, some way, in some way, I'm better because I'm the worst. Because I'm you so know what I mean? hardcore. Uh, egomaniac with an inferiority complex. Because yeah. deep down, I was such a piece of shit and I had nothing going on for me. I was like, at least I'm the worst at something. At least I'm the most at something. Yeah, I'm the best degenerate. <laughs> I'm the best worst. Yeah. But, yeah. That's, but that's true. And it's also the 1% of the 1%. Yeah. You know, it's a flight of fancy. And, and it's something that we all have in common. Yeah. You know, I was never... See, but I, I couldn't be checked off on the box of drinking in the morning. Yeah. You know, so that yeah. didn't put me in, the, in, the, in your 1%. Yeah, but that was for a blip, you know, when I first got sober that I was that way. I remember we got an email. And the counselor that got through to me, he wasn't, like, somebody who had, like, was an MD or, like, a PhD or was, like... He just was like an ex fucking um, uh, Hell's Angel. He worked for the Hell's Angels, did collections, was in prison for ten years, and like told me a story about how he was living in the back of an abandoned laundromat and shitting and pissing in the laundry machines for toilets. You know what, what? I mean? In and, the laundry machines? Yeah. <laughs> what? Um, but I heard that and I was like, "That's uh, this is ridiculous." I can relate to that. I probably would do that. <laughs> wow. you know? that's serious business. Um, well, I want to say that, uh, I missed you a lot when you were gone. I missed you too, Dave. And, uh, I really did. And I, I, we, I love doing the show and, um, we love the Dopey Nation. We love your emails and we love you being engaged with our shit. And, uh, it's awesome. It's a, priv- it's a privilege and a pleasure for me. It's a me. privilege and an honor. But it's also an obsession. Yeah. And like, when Chris was gone, I was like... Okay, how do I have to keep this thing going? And there's so little you have yeah. to do to keep <laughs> yeah. it going because we have so many episodes pre-recorded and yeah. whatever. But Chris posts the episodes, so on the Sunday that Chris was gonna, I scheduled post, it. Yeah, he, he. I was like, Chris, 
you're going to schedule it, but maybe I should have a copy of it just in case something goes wrong. Yeah. And, and, and he was like, okay, we'll get a Dropbox. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And of course, I never got the Dropbox, yeah. <laughs> so I never had the material. Yeah. And, and Saturday, I'm like, I get all excited that yeah. tomorrow the new Dopey's going to come out. And then I'm like, but what if it doesn't come out? <laughs> and, then, and then Sunday, I'm working. And I get to work, I work breakfast, lunch, and dinner yeah. Sunday night in a restaurant. So the morning comes and I'm kind of excited and I'm working and I'm yeah. like, oh, the new episode's going to come out. And um, I'm a 42-year-old waiter, yeah. okay? And my manager is like a 29-year-old manager. And, yes. <laughs> and, uh, and I fucking, if I take out my phone, he like tells me to put the phone away. Yeah. So that feels... Is this, uh, can I say the name? Which? Is it Ishmael? No. Ishmael's not 29. Oh, yeah. Ishmael's like 50. <laughs> Ishmael's like 60. I always 60. think he's your boss, but he's not. Ishmael is the figurehead. But he's not your boss, right? He, stands, he, he acts he like he's my like boss. He seems like he's the boss. He seems like he's in charge of everything. Ishmael says the funniest shit. Yeah. The funniest shit. Really? Like, if he, if he orders soup... He's, Ishmael's Egyptian. Yeah. But we're getting me off the beaten path. But this is my yeah. funniest, my favorite thing. Yeah. If he's ordering soup, he goes, Franklin, give me a matzo ball soup, faggot. Or I'll say, or we're working. Well, you have to know what Ishmael looks like, too. He's like an old. Not somebody that would ever use that language. He's an old Egyptian <laughs> yeah. guy. And like, we'll, we'll be eating, and he's a pig. He yeah. eats everything. Yeah. And, and we'll say we eat like a huge sandwich. He'll be like, that was a fine appetizer. What will be the main course? Or he'll say, now what do we have for dessert? And he's yeah. also like a closet racist. Yeah. Like if there's a lot of black people there, he'll say, what is this? Martin Luther King Jr. Day or something? <laughs> he'll say, what is this? Black Friday? <laughs> but I think that shit is hysterical. Yeah. Um, Ishmael's not a racist. It's just funny. Yeah. It's just funny shtick from an Egyptian to say to me. But anyway, so I'm, I'm scampering around the restaurant with my phone, and the manager is showing up wherever I take out the phone. He's like, put the phone away, you know, and I yeah. feel like such an idiot. But I'm bugging because I don't know if the episode is going to go up or not. Yeah. And I'm freaking <laughs> out. you can't even check it. Yeah. I was certain you told me it was going to go up at 11. 11 a.m.? Yes. No. And I said, but maybe it was 1. So 11 goes by, and I was like, it didn't go up. (laughs) What do I do? I don't have the codes. (laughs) And then then 12 o'clock goes by. I know he didn't say 12, but maybe it was supposed to go up at 11, and at 12, it's not going up. (laughs) And what do I do? And I run outside, and I'm smoking a cigarette. I'm on the phone, and I go into the Podbean app, and I'm like like searching how to update automatically, and it shows me, and I'm like, Interesting, and then I realize I have to get back in because I have yeah. tables. One o'clock comes, yeah. and I'm working, and I'm working, yeah. and I'm, and one o'clock passes, and I look at the phone, and I'm like, it's not going up. <laughs> then I text Ryan, yeah. Ryan's. Um, ah, you idiot! You have to believe you it. You fucking idiot! I'm sorry. You need to work. Sorry, and uh, and I'm like, I said his last name. I got good. Um, <laughs> Is there like an idiot one? Uh, shit. Chris seems really. Uh, Chris seems really acrimonious. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so so I'm like I, I, and he's like chill dude or I hear ya and then I'm like I remember I'm at the soup station and I'm on the phone and then I like see Podbean and I find I find episode 40 and it says post episode 40 and I'm like maybe I'm gonna do the manual override yeah. <laughs> I have did you manually techno- override? no oh. and I'm like I'm gonna do the manual override and then I put it away 
and I go back to work and uh, and then all of a sudden I get a text from my friend Sam and he's like episode's up and I'm like Whew. you were not equanimous I'm like no problem <laughs> big deal no yeah. big deal yeah, I'm like dynamite yeah. this is ridiculous you're an idiot oh um, man and I'm like and then um, but I, I was I almost like posted it twice like yeah, I almost I'm did I'm glad you didn't manually over it who knows what it would have happened it, it would have been a total fuck up it was, it was it was I let go and I let go yeah it was a real sober moment for me I don't think you let go and let go you what do you just, think I did? I mean, I guess at that one moment you panicked the whole time through. Yeah. 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 I really did. Yeah. Uh, because like it me it means it means a lot to me. Like I want the thing to go up. Um, okay, so we're, what do you think about in this culture when something is meaningful, it makes you less cool? Well, that's like a childish thing. It's I, the no, but it's reality. I wouldn't say. I'd say as I've gotten older, I've noticed that people trend towards healthy things. Okay, so what, so translate, Buddha. Um, if I was practicing some sort of mindfulness activity as like, like for instance, if I tell people I went on a 10-day Vipassana retreat who are in their 30s or 40s, they'll be like right on. If someone's like 20, they're like, what? <laughs> no, they'll think it's cool too. They probably think it's cool. Everybody thinks it's cool. Yeah. It, and it's That's cool. the only reason I did it. You know I, that, right? Yes, I do. <laughs> so I can tell people yeah. about it. Well, you applied for it. I, I didn't think I was going to get it. You know, dude, it's free. Do I would have done it. Everybody, you should do it. I, I suggest it. it's very hard, but you should do it. I would have done it just for a tool to quit smoking because you can't buy cigarettes there. No, and, and you're you locked can't in. Bring cigarettes. There. Well, that's what I'm. Oh, how was it with the vaping? And you know what? I didn't even crave. I didn't crave vaping. I didn't want to masturbate. Uh, I wasn't even super hungry at night for some reason. None of that. What? What? <laughs> you just went with it. You just went. with yeah, it. Yeah, it was weird. It was nothing. But I'll tell you, when I got out, man, do you know what one of the things I noticed, like, other than, like, the effects, like, the, what's supposed to happen from the meditation was I got out, I came home the first night back, I got a big fucking meal, it was pierogies and chocolate-covered halva. I went fucking old and ethnic, you know what I mean? It's a, 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 but Pol- not your a Polish main dish, and then I think chocolate-covered halva is a Jewish thing, I think right? it's Israeli. It's a Goya, you know what I mean? And so I, I what's ate... What's Goya? Goya is who makes it, G-O-Y-A, that's who makes that's it. That's a Spanish company. Oh, is it? Maybe it's not Goya. No. Maybe there's a J in there. Maybe it's Goya. Maybe it's Jua. <laughs> yeah. It um, is not Goya. Uh, maybe it's Moya. <laughs> maybe it's Moishi. <laughs> maybe it's Moishi's halibut. Maybe uh, Modi's selling halibut. So I fucking Shut up ate. And let me finish. Yeah. So I'm on. That's Modi too. Uh, so, anyways, I fucking I sit on my bed. I'm doing what I, this is like. What I love to do the most is stuff my fucking face and put food, put something on the television and sit there and go into food coma and fall asleep watching a show. And uh, I do it. I eat the pierogies. I eat the halva, which is good. And I'm watching television, and it's just not doing it for me. And since I got out, I've watched probably a quarter of the amount of television I used to watch. I mean, I'm going to fucking give it its due course until I like it. What else has changed for you, Chris? I don't know. You say that like you know. Well, I don't know. I think that's it. Okay. (laughs) That's about it. We went today to this place. First of all, it's another... Oh, yeah, Dave's vaping. Dave's on the vape chain. Vape talk. Yeah, there you go. What? what? Tell him. Tell him what happened. Uh, well, I saw Dave today, and the first thing he wanted to do was go buy a vape, and I accompanied him accompanied him to the shop. I met him at the shop. I miss. He told me don't go on so Reddit, and then we much. went in, and uh, I I bought him, gave him some, uh, hooked him up with some of the juice that I like, and uh, he's got the same setup as me even now. This I, is I, I miss smoking tank. You have the newer tank. cigarettes so How much. How long has it been since I smoked a cigarette? Yeah, 
I don't know, six hours. I smoked one. <laughs> You're saying it like it was years ago. Like, I, I miss it. <laughs> I love. I love smoking cigarettes. Yeah, I love it. But I promise I myself, I have no desire. I, I'll smoke. You, I take some of yours sometimes, and I smoke like a quarter of it. I'm like, I don't want it. Yeah, I could see that happening. I really I like could. this. I actually enjoy this more. You know, this episode is the least. This is a recovery episode. This is the least dopey episode. I'm so sorry. Everyone. It's not the least dopey episode. I apologize episode. for that. There's just no fucking drugs. There's no drug stories. Was this a drug story? This is ridiculous. <laughs> Was there a drug story? Uh, I don't even remember, dude. I already forgot everything we talked about. Was there a drug story? I don't remember one. <laughs> I don't remember one. Uh, you can tell the seizure. We don't have time. We're done. This is the advanced course. What we're going to do now is maybe read a current event if you want to do that. We've got five minutes. Should we read a current event? Yeah, but we want to let, at, at the very end, we should let John fuck around a little bit more. Close it out, too, like that. I feel like we need drugs. Chris seems really uh, acrimonious. <laughs> you want to just be done? <laughs> uh, I think, do we know current event? Or say that? Listen, a current event or a drug story will take the same amount of time. Do the current event. Let's give it a shot. Okay. No, let's... Yeah, do the current event. Are you sure? Yeah. Let me look at my thing. Um, I thought oh. this was funny. Someone on... A guy who emailed us, uh, a suggestion was... Um, this might have been the guy, the Reddit guy, who's really cool dude. I, I forget exactly who this was. He said that in order to get... Uh, like, we should post either on Reddit or on Instagram, like, a video of one of us slamming water... <laughs> <laughs> like injecting and drawing water. Uh, yeah, I was like, why? I have actually did that one time. I just was like, I don't, I just, I don't I know why. I think I did that too. Yeah, I mean, I've done rinses all the time, just do nothing. No, you know I mean, I, mean? I think I did it in recovery one round. I was just like, slammed. I just wanted to see the see the register. Yeah, that's just not a good idea. But listen, listen, that's like basically going on the opiate subreddit. It's like I that's might as worse. well, I might as well buy a needle and inject myself with water. Yeah. Um. Read the um, read the Game of Thrones heroin one because it's a drug story. The other one's like a cutesy story. I don't have it, dude. Google it. Um, no, well, it's just all it is. It's not even a fucking good one to read. All all it is is there's a Game of Thrones heroin in New Hampshire that's killing people. So yeah. don't dopey nation. Don't do the Game don't. of Thrones brand. <laughs> yeah, don't buy the Game of Thrones brand. You know what you should get, John? You should get the um, the sound check the sound effect. Uh, don't eat the brown acid. The brown acid isn't good. What's that from? Woodstock. Oh. New Year's Day through is closed, man. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this shit up. Let's let John read. No, no, read the fucking. I'm not reading that one. No, no, read the it. one you wanted to read. No, we'll save that. We did the current event. That sucked. I know, but let's just have him fuck around and we'll close this one out. Wow, you really let this one <laughs> fucking get away from you. I know. Let's no, wrap this, this chance, shit up. No, this let's is the chance. This, shit this up. is the chance to win the game. No, because we'll read it on the next one. Because if when we don't read the next one, then I'm going to have to find a new current I'll event. find a new current event. Read this one. All right. So this is uh, my friend Joe Schrank, who was on the epi- on the uh, um, podcast. podcast a little bit ago, sent this to me. He's the guy who founded thefix.com, um, and he likes to just send me really dumb shit that's going on in the treatment uh, community at large. Mm-hmm. So he sent me this article, and the title of the article is, Healthy Pets Are Happiest, Four Ways to Keep Your Pets Safe from Drugs. And it's literally I'm not even going to read the whole thing because it's long It's literally a step by step thing On how to make sure your uh, animals Don't consume drugs (laughs) 
one, keep it in one, a fucking box. One. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one, one. And there's a, there, there's a big description one, that goes. Don't mix it yeah. in their food. Yeah. <laughs> there's a big description that goes with each one of these. Number Two, avoid injecting heroin into your dog. <laughs> yeah. This well, that's it. so. This one, the first one is one. Lock up prescriptions. Two, think before throwing away. Three, stop secondhand smoke. Four, pri- prioritize pets' well-being. This is from Cliffside Malibu, dude. Which is one of those Malibu rehabs that's like 60 grand. I prank them. Are they like a non-12-step place? No, they're 12-step based. I actually talked to the owner once on the phone. He was a total prick to me. They issue a guarantee when you go there. They personally guarantee someone's recovery. It's like a joke. I love that. Yeah, but they don't. People fucking relapse. Wouldn't it be funny, though, if you guarantee it and then it's 100% success rate? We guarantee no one is going to relapse. Are you kidding me? There are treatment centers who have posted 100% success rate. The biggest fucking joke is... How can they do that? This is what they do. This is how they compile the statistics. They juke the stats. So what they do is, okay, you graduate from rehab. You give them your phone number, right? And then in three months and in a year, they call you and ask you if you're clean. And it's on self-reporting. So if you don't answer... That doesn't mean anything. No, it just doesn't mean anything. If you do answer, it's like your old counselor or somebody asking you, and you're like, yeah, I'm doing all right. So what they do is it's off of self-reporting, so it's so easy. You know what I mean? If you're using, you're either like, don't, you know, you're not answering your phone or you're going to lie to him. And how often are you going to, like, tell some guy? You know? I always or he leaves a message. If, if, whenever a treatment center would call me You'd up. you say you relapse? I'd be like, I'm not doing that. You're pretty, <laughs> you're pretty honest, though. That's what I love about you. All right, fucking lay it down, John. Drugs and alcohol Hold on. Shut up. No. have ruined no. my life. Wait, wait, wait. Let's, he's going to end it, so do the ending. Write an email. Oh, yeah. Follow Dope. that shit, dude. Dopey podcast. Yeah, we'll do it to the beat. Write an email. Can you follow it? Write an email. Leave a review. I'm really not sure just what it will do. I really doubt that it could ever do a thing. Shut up. Call the phone. Just make it ring. Bing, 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 boom. Bing, bing, boom. <laughs> bing, bing, boom. Acrimonious. Acrimonious. Chris seems really, uh, acrimonious. All right, we're there. Just let that go, we'll fade out. Acrimonious. Chris seems really, uh, acrimonious. I'm like, kind of, you just don't Acrimonious. Chris seems really, uh, acrimonious. What? That's it. Toodles. Say goodbye, Dave. Goodbye, Dave. Say goodbye, John. Goodbye. I want to take a walk around the world. I wonder would it do me any good. Until I get some money in my pocket, then I guess I'll just have to walk around my neighborhood. But I want to be good so bad. Want to be so good, so bad, so bad. I want to be good so bad. Bad desire's all I ever had. And I want to take a ride up in the sky. Watch this airplane just pass me by. And I want to see a Lear jetliner take a dive Just to show all of these people what it means to be alive But I want to be good so bad Want to be so good, so bad, so bad 
I want to be good so bad. Bad desire is all I ever had.